Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day to start things off. Coinbase decided to celebrate the holidays with those who don't know. They have something called the 12 Days of Christmas or like 12 Days of Coinbase. You kind of want to call it that. Uh, this is go from the 10th of December to the 21st of December. There have already been six days of festivities uh, ranking from the ability to use uh, Wii gift cards uh, to establishing a wish list that is customizable to the user on the seventh day of Coinbase. The platform has decided to give the support for the USDC coin on their platform. They announced a new addition on Twitter, linking to their official website. The Twitter post said, and I quote, Coinbase offers support for the USDC stablecoin and Coinbase customers in supported jurisdictions can buy, sell, send, and receive the USDC. They said we are launching an educational resource, end quote. Uh, they continue their promotion over the seventh day through the comments saying, um, unlike Bitcoin or Ether, a USDC is meant to represent a single US dollar that does not move up or down relative to its reference currency. One USDC is a one-to-one -one representation of a US dollar on the Ethereum blockchain, end quote. Uh, so I was speculating for quite some time, or maybe I thought that they could find it in their hearts. Um, it would have been nice if coinbase had just had all 12 days of uh coinbase just simply be them adding uh, new coins i guess i got one day out of it uh them adding the usdc to their platform i feel like coinbase is uh first of all this is definitely like a very strong gimmick uh and what's really weird is that i don't know if you guys remember sometimes towards the beginning of this year we had a lot of uh, companies and stuff like that talking about that they were going to have announcements a lot of them and coinbase was one of them and it just kind of came into my head right now they had like at least five different times when they went on to see cnbc like the ceo of coinbase and he was like i have a major announcement and one of them was like we have an index like we we now show cryptocurrency prices and it's just really weird things and i feel like this is kind of i feel like the people who do the uh the promotions for coinbase just don't really know how to do promotions like if you're going to do something special and spectacular how much hype would you have created in the market if every single day you had released a brand new coin onto their platform or even like some surprises that like no one had ever thought about or even like some type of a giveaway like the next 1000 people to use our platform one of them gets half a bitcoin just something i don't know any whatever uh so uh, very good that they have uh, in some way offer another uh, stable coin or rather another coin in general onto their platform. It just happens to be a stable coin. Uh, I think Coinbase, and this is kind of the way that I see them developing, especially over the last year. I feel like they were, I feel like Coinbase is still based around like March 2018. I feel like so many other cryptocurrency exchanges around the world had the opportunity to be able to develop and kind of grow and put new coins and stuff out there. And I feel like they're trying to catch up by uh, throwing new coins onto their platform, which is also, um, I want to say, marred in, 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 in controversy at the moment because a lot of people aren't really excited with all the coins that they've been uh, talking about adding. They've skipped over a lot of like major ones, quote unquote. I didn't mean I don't want to spend too much time talking about Coinbase and their and their stablecoin. Believe me, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's happening with Coinbase, and I feel like they're desperately trying to uh, catch up with everyone else. And this is I can only assume uh, by the middle of next year we will probably have a Coinbase that should hopefully have over sixty to seventy different coins, and they'll probably have at least like five to six different stablecoins launched on their platform as well. Because like I said, they're trying to catch up. This is stuff that other uh, crypto exchanges did like 
spring and summer. And at least they're finally getting around to get to it. Next up, Zcash recently posted that more and more services are using shielded addresses after the sapling upgrade. With this new upgrade, Zcash hopes that people will inevitably prefer to use shielded or private transactions or addresses. As Zcash mentioned in its blog, they said this is just the beginning for Zcash's mission towards a shielded ecosystem. According to the blog post, mining pools and many other services have started to support shielded addresses for withdrawals and also for exchanges. However, interestingly, majority of the Zcash transactions were publicly viewable over the past 30 days. According to Blockspur, which is known to track Zcash and Zcash Classic Network data, no significant uptick in shielded transaction activity were noted. It is noted that shielded addresses are not the same as transparent addresses in which anyone can see the activity. In case of private cryptocurrencies, information related to transaction is not readily available for the public in the blog post. Paige Peterson wrote, and I do quote, the increased adoption of shielded transactions is due to the underlying advancements of Zcash cryptographers. They have developed and implemented significant changes to the zero-knowledge proving mechanism in Sapling. Years of research and cryptographic design work have produced these improvements, which build upon existing schemes and invest new ones, end quote. Uh, not a coin that's typically in the news that often a lot. Of, we don't have much news from the uh, private-based coins on a weekly basis sometimes even a monthly basis i can only assume or one would generally assume that because they are private based that you will probably not be hearing about them as often because they are doing private things we hear about their upgrades and stuff like that which is always kind of cool um i think eventually me myself personally that a lot of cryptocurrencies that we have right now even some of the major ones will eventually have uh like private layers and stuff like that but um might take some time anyway the point is uh zcash is actually being added to a number of cryptocurrency exchanges i think if i'm not mistaken coinbase is one of them i know gemini is definitely one of them um it has somehow made it through the uh the 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 regulatory sweep if you will simply because it, it is possible to have uh addresses and transactions that aren't uh shielded or um out of the view of public eye uh and i wonder if that'll kind of catch on uh, I know that, I don't know, it's it's just kind of a weird situation. I'm not going to spend too much time on this at all, I promise you. Uh, just an odd situation because we have a lot of the other privacy coins that are like more privacy focused, but they don't get as much attention. But I guess this is why Zcash gets a lot of the attention simply because you can't put it onto your exchange and then only allow transactions that go to you or are coming from someone else uh, that are not um, shielded. That's the only word that I could find in my head right now. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. Next up, in its recent analysis published on the 17th of December, research firm known as DR has found that institutional investors have shifted towards higher liquidity over the counter for physical Bitcoin markets. Uh, DR noted growing investment in OTC funds or over the counter funds like that offered by major American cryptocurrency exchange known as Coinbase. According to the report, Coinbase outperformed Grayscale's Bitcoin Investment Trust, the GBTC, on over-the-counter markets in Bitcoin in terms of the trade volume. While OTC trade volumes are dwarfed by non-OTC investments, it is still significant as OTC markets are only open for 31% of annual tradable hours. Grayscale reportedly registered 
$216 million in net inflow into the Bitcoin Investment Trust in the first three quarters of 2018, giving Grayscale custody of over 1% of Bitcoin circulating supply. As previously reported, GBTC is now holding over 203,000 Bitcoin in their custody. In 2018, Coinbase reportedly saw a 20% increase in Bitcoin trading volumes during the over-the-counter markets hours, while GBTC saw a 35% drop in volumes, volumes, volumes compared with the same period in 2017. It's kind of, I find interesting, uh, with crypto being an actual 24-hour, 7-day-a-week market, that there are like specific hours when... I guess it would make a bit more sense as this is kind of the idea of what the over-the-counter thing is. It's not no one's handing them a physical gold coin as nice as that might be. Uh, I guess it would make sense in traditional finance to have like, you know, over-the-counter trading hours. Uh, the point is uh, we've had a lot of news the last couple of weeks about the significant uh, proportions, portions, uh, movements of the over-the-counter market in comparison to the actual volume that's passing through cryptocurrency exchanges. Uh, something big is happening. This is at least my opinion on how I see things that are happening. When you see a massive increase in people who are buying cryptocurrencies or specifically for the sake of argument uh, for Bitcoin, especially when you have like a 20% increase uh, when everything else is kind of dropping is very significant, at least to me. Uh, I wish we had and I hope we will eventually have some type of like proper uh, data when it comes to who exactly has been buying what and how much. I don't know if that's even uh, one would assume that this should be legally viewable in some capacity that we should be able to, you know, if we can, if anti-money laundering and know your customer rules are a thing, one would assume that we as normal people should have access to this type of information uh as it pertains to it sh this should be public record this is at least how i feel about it i have a feeling uh many rich people probably don't want this information flowing around i mean i'm not asking for their names i would just like to have a, a more accurate gauge like if we can uh get from here that they own two hundred and three thousand bitcoin uh how much other bitcoin has been bought up there that they simply just don't own like how many other uh rich and wealthy families around the world have been throwing you know 15 20 million into the market uh, just as something to have for a rainy day it's all interesting to think about i i assume there there has to first of all in the cryptocurrency space we always have multiple uh companies who are uh what's it called who are always looking into things a lot deeper and this is why we get that other thing from um from companies like dr because they're always like looking a lot deeper into exactly what's happening in the cryptocurrency space there's at least one company somewhere who's looking into the exact numbers and i would like to get that information relatively soon i think that would be kind of uh, cool to be able to like add everything up and realize um how much bitcoin around the world if we can maybe we'll probably only get us charts uh but how much has been purchased over the course of a falling market Next up, Coinbase is once again in the news. Coinbase users can begin trading cryptocurrencies directly with other cryptocurrencies. The exchange startup said on Monday, the company is adding support for crypto to crypto trading for its retail investors. Those are everyday normal people adding a feature that has long been available to professional cryptocurrency trading services. This was said by product manager Anna Marie Clifton. Users on Coinbase.com as well as the Android and iOS apps will be able to begin trading Bitcoin pairs in the coming days through the new feature called Coinbase Convert. She told Coindesk that while trading pairs are a pretty common paradigm in the crypto trading space, 
they are not currently being served well to the broader retail audience. The functionality is giving customers the ability to directly convert between one cryptocurrency and another, which is pretty advanced. I'm going to get back to that in like 35 seconds. The trading pairs were first discovered on user feedback, Clifton said. Uh, unlike professional trading services, which use such pairs to take advantage of price fluctuations, 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 retail users are likely to use these pairs for more utilitarian purposes. Okay. As one example, she said, some customers have purchased Bitcoin, but now want to interact with the decentralized applications or dApps and therefore need to convert their holdings in. Okay. Uh, unless I've misunderstood the entirety of the cryptocurrency space, uh, the Coinbase, okay, got it, has now added uh, trading between cryptocurrencies to other cryptocurrencies. I feel like that's something, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's been available just about on every single other cryptocurrency platform, i.e. Um, they're, they're doing it here, uh, it seems, just with Bitcoin to other coins. I feel like this is what Binance and many other places have. If you have uh, Ethereum or Litecoin or XRP as a, a trading pair, you can trade from XRP into LTC into something else, unless I'm completely not getting it. Uh, and the uh, I keep trying to be neutral on Coinbase, but they keep naming things and it doesn't make any sense. If you have a feature that other cryptocurrency platforms already have, I don't understand why you would call this this new feature on your platform that everyone else already has and call it Coinbase Convert. We have Coinbase, we have Coinbase Pro, Coinbase Convert. Uh, there's like another one for um, for like um, over-the-counter things and like for like, not even for like uh, professionals. There, there, there's some other word. They keep adding, I don't know. Uh, it's nice that they're trying to expand, but I, th I feel like they're constantly going about it in the wrong way. They keep making announcements for things that other people have had for like two years on their platform. Uh, at least when I was using uh when I was a, when a, a heavy Coinbase user, uh, the, the platform was fairly simple. You would click buy so-and-so coins are coming. And then like a couple of days later, it had like the coins listed that they had I think, well, like three on their platform at the time when I was using it. So maybe things have changed. Maybe in their uh, trading uh, thing, it's not GDAX anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Coinbase Pro. Uh, maybe it was never this way. Maybe they've just opened it up to other people. It seems kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, I think Coinbase just needs to get it together. Maybe I'm just very like biased at this point. I used to love Coinbase. I used to think Coinbase was an incredible platform, uh, but they were outpaced in seconds by Binance and so many other uh, platforms. It's nice that they're still trying to appeal to the masses, uh, but they, I will be very hard pressed to forget that a large part of this year was them, uh, just giving stuff to institutional investors and they made sure that retail investors were not a part of their agenda at all for those of you who don't remember that they made a really big uh stint about uh that they were going to only be developing things that were for institutions and institutions were going to have this and we were going to have custody and you have to have over 100,000 to be able to do this and we had nothing nothing for everyday normal customers who made them what they were and lo and behold as a huge amount of those uh trillions that they thought would flow into the market that coinbase thought would hit them uh, did not hit them. Now they're trying to uh, launch a whole bunch of things uh, for the everyday common person. I mean, good job for them. Let's hope it works out. Next up in a very weird, interesting kind of cool story. Uh, blockchain technology firm known as Blockstream announced on Monday that it has expanded its satellite service to the Asia Pacific region. 
It also added support for Lightning Network transactions, allowing users to pay for its service using the Layer 2 scaling solution. The company first launched Blockstream Satellite in August 2017, which let Bitcoin users transfer Bitcoin through leased satellites. Initially, users in Africa, Europe, and the Americas were able to utilize the system. At the time, CEO Adam Back said that the service was aimed at individuals with limited internet access or who otherwise face issues accessing Bitcoin. In the three months, in the rather in the months since the launch, response to the service has been positive. Uh, he said there are third-party developers that have taken an interest to build local infrastructure using the satellite service. For example, connecting it with mesh networks to make Bitcoin more accessible in emerging markets. In quote. In addition of an API integrating the Lightning Network apparently came after users expressed interest in sending Bitcoin-related data. He said, that's a lot of stuff, not going to read all through that. Um, kind of cool that there are Lightning Bitcoin satellites. That's something I should have probably seen coming. Um, I wonder how directly, uh, what's, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, directly involved Blockstream actually is in the, well, I guess it's, it's their thing. So, I mean, I can only assume that they're trying to push Lightning as, as much as possible. I always wonder behind this behind the scenes because what we tend to end up getting is that every couple of weeks we end up getting some type of news article that comes out that talks about the expansion of the Lightning Network and how much more it's grown and how much more so. And so I would love to see on a daily basis, like not the discussions that people are having, but, you know, I'm pretty sure not many people saw that there was going to be a Bitcoin satellite uh, that would allow for lightning payments uh, that's floating above our head right now. I think it's kind of cool. I wonder how many other initiatives are happening like this from other companies. I wonder if um, I still hold the opinion, me, myself, that there are probably at least a handful of governments out there who are um, trying to accumulate cryptocurrencies and more specifically in this argument, because we're talking about it, trying to accumulate Bitcoin. Uh, and I wonder if they're also proposing or thinking about like launching. Imagine in a you know in a fantasy world imagine the u.s like trying to get as many bitcoin as they possibly can because maybe they see the potential upside of a future of uh bitcoin being used and then one day we have news that like the u.s has launched 100 uh bitcoin lightning satellites into the air uh that would be interestingly weird no one knows exactly what's going to happen in the future everything at this point i think is possible crypto has surprised me uh many many times over I think it's kind of interesting and I am I have a strong feeling that by the second month of next year we're going to have another update on exactly how far the lightning network has expanded because I still have a strong feeling me myself I a lot of other people disagree it is what it is um as far as how much the lightning network is going to have expanded and how many other companies may start announcing that they are going to be using lightning um, as a payment method if they're going to be accepting Bitcoin. Because I feel like with a company as large as Blockstream and maybe even, I don't know if, if Bitmain's really in on it, but I'm pretty sure there are a lot of other initiatives to make sure that if Bitcoin is going to be a thing in 2019, like a major payment option through many other uh companies and institutions that they probably want to make sure that the payments can go through relatively quick. And this is why I believe, at least me, uh, why we've seen such a dramatic rise in the last month and a half of the amount of nodes and uh, payment channels that are on the Lightning Network. But yeah, let's move on. To kind of round things off, out, end things, close it down. Uh, exactly one year ago today, for those who are interested... Bitcoin actually hit $20,000. I know it seems, uh, it doesn't really seem that, that that long ago, at least not for me. 
Uh, it's actually kind of insane to think that it's already been uh, not even like 11 months, like a proper 365 days. Uh, this is one of the other things that people have been talking about the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you've realized uh, a couple of other analysts were saying that they thought that the market would have a, what's it called? Not a moonshot, but would see itself upwards uh, as we got closer to this date. Uh, lo and behold, for people who haven't been paying attention to uh, what's been going on in crypto, yesterday we actually did see a nice spike up in prices. Uh, we've had so much information and analysis that the crypto market is incredibly oversold. Um, there was another article. I don't think I had it in yesterday's video where they were talking about that not only is Bitcoin oversold, but Ethereum is like hyper oversold. Like it shouldn't even be close to the numbers that it is right now. Uh, I still have my own reasons why I think everything is down, but it is incredibly nice to see a market in green. Um, Bitcoin should at least with, with, with the amount of attention that if you saw my other video a couple of days ago uh, about the like the future of Bitcoin, Bitcoin should at least just off of speculative hype uh, from confirmed news that we have should at least be over 6,000 right now. There's no reason for a uh, even what we had a couple days ago, a, a $3,200 Bitcoin. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, obviously, I guess a lot of people, I don't want to say holding their breath. I'm slightly holding my breath. Uh, I think it's time for the market to move back up. A couple of months ago, I told you guys I was kind of waiting to see what the market would do. I think there are a lot of people in the space who are ready. I think everyone's kind of ready to go. I think uh, 12 months is more than enough for a bear market uh, while we've been having nothing but good news. If we had had a year where all the news was completely negative and nothing was going right and systems were breaking down and this hadn't integrated into this and we had tried to upgrade this and we, you know, four failures in a row, I think these prices would make a bit more sense. I think a lot of these projects are so undervalued right now that it's actually uh, scarily wonderful how cheap things are that you would be able to get. Um, anyway, the point is, I still look forward, obviously, to prices going back up. I hope that this is hope, and I'm trying not to use that word, um, but I'm... I can't think of another word in English. I am hopeful, whatever, of the market continuing this rise. I think it's time. I think we are at the point right now where even like a 30-40% increase in the entirety of the market over the next month is still something very appropriate. Uh, there was something I was reading and they were talking about uh, the uh, how XRP and I believe, where is it, and EOS were like leading the charge when it came to prices going back up. I think that's just, there's a lot of energy around XRP that's completely normal. Every single time Bitcoin goes up, XRP typically uh, does double that. And EOS, I've seen a lot of like very... Um, positive news about it. And I've also heard a lot of stuff like on podcasts and stuff like that. A lot of people can be a bit biased against EOS, uh, but the things that they have planned. And if you look really deep into the project, like exactly the, th I mean, uh, I'm not going to ramble on about it. Uh, hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you once again for watching and or listening. I do appreciate all of your support. Uh, I mean, I want to say keep hope alive and uh, cross your fingers and all that other stuff, but uh, it'll happen eventually. I personally think the market is well overdue for movement. Uh, we've had nothing but good news this year. Even 
ETF uh, slash regulation aside, nothing detrimental has happened. Like, like the fundamentals are still there for crypto. Nothing has really changed. These coins still work the exact same way that they did before. When we hit 20,000, is, I guess it, for me, it's kind of only a matter of time. But yeah, thank you once again. And um, I'll talk to you all soon. See you.